Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. Better you bet on the BetQL network. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. What a 60 minutes we've got coming your way. I'm morally safer. He's Anderson Cooper, and these stories and more. Uh, bets of Steel, all our bets for tonight in the National Hockey League. Best of the best. Our bets in the NBA. I've got a couple sides for tonight. Got a, 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 like a, tr- a truckload of props. Absolutely can't wait to give out. Uh, Tyler's college basketball. Tyler on a heater right now. 2-0 and in his last two. No. Don't I'm ask about it this week. T- don't ask about the bets given up before that. That's how I started my MGM video last week was 5-0 and in my last five. Which means you should probably ask, what about the others? But that's not how this roll. That's not how we roll. Yeah, five and zero in the last nope. five. Tyler two and zero in his last two. Uh, basically, has never lost a bet. Is what that means. Tyler will give out college basketball bets a little bit later. Ken and I will roll through some more line movement for Week 16 in the National Football League as well, including what is just another expansive injury r- report for the Miami Dolphins ahead of Sunday's tilt with the Dallas Cowboys. But joining us right now to kick off the Power Hour, I love this time slot for this guest. Uh, We'll, we'll end up, I think, probably going back to the, the regular time slot at some point. But, like, I, I'm loving this here ahead of the games on Wednesday nights. Usually a loaded slate in the association. The great Matt Moore. Was, people not watching on video. Matt is very festive right now. I've got the Christmas sweater on. We absolutely love it. The great Matt Moore joins us here on the show. From the Buckets podcast, a great daily NBA betting podcast that we encourage all our listeners and viewers to check out. His writing can be found over at the Action Network, uh, actionnetwork.com, and on the app. And coming up tonight, and, like, uh, other nights as well, 
all, but we'll promote tonight's because he's on tonight. NBA Betstream on the NBA app featuring friend of the show, Maria Marino, um, for the Sixers-Timberwolves game. So you want to watch Matt talk about betting during an NBA game tonight? NBA Betstream on the NBA app tonight for the Philadelphia 76ers. A great game. And the Minnesota Timberwolves. Matt on Twitter at HP Basketball. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? And Merry Early Christmas to you and your family. Hey, man. Happy holidays to everybody if they celebrate. I love doing this time slot, too, because I get that intro music, which is my favorite intro music on the show. When I'm listening in the car, I am always jamming to that intro music. So I'm very excited to be on with you guys and have that music for us tonight. I'm excited for this slate, too. It's going to be great. A ton of really good games, Matt. I mean, honestly, like highlighted by the game that, that you'll be calling, the Timberwolves-Sixers game is is really, really good. But have to at least spend like a little bit of time on some stuff that happened last night and obviously like the, the John Morant game winner and he's back and keeping receipts and all this stuff. And Memphis, uh, more, more importantly, Memphis wins, which they hadn't done in about three weeks. Uh, they beat the Pelicans. So I, I don't know if you saw the first hour of the show. I'm like, I'm probably insane. I'm kind of driving the bandwagon on the, like, I think they have a chance to be awesome the rest of the regular season. If it plays out a certain way, I think they have a chance to be really good and I can be wrong and they're way far behind. So it doesn't have to happen. Like, is there anything to do for you? Like you watched the game last night, you listen to everything afterwards, you see the betting markets for the Grizzlies 30, 35 to win the division, like 10 to make the playoffs play in tournament, three thirty, three fifty. Does the game last night or thinking about the Grizzlies, does that make you want to bet on anything with them? No, I, I think this is a wait moment. I really do. And I'll, I, I'll say this because, look, the, the Pelicans, uh, it's a big game for the Grizzlies, obviously. Emotional boost. You get that. That's awesome. Pelicans, we know, are a little inconsistent. We've seen them just absolutely fall apart. They're not a team that you can really trust night to night. Uh, on top of that, just like another game in, in one of 82. The bigger problem is just like the rest of this roster is still so bad. Now, Brandon Clark's apparently going to try and come back around All-Star, and that would be absolutely massive for them. Just getting him for the last 25 games or so would be a huge boost just to have another front court guy. But bear in mind that they waived Kenny Lofton Jr. this week, who they like, because they had to make room for Bismack Biombo. Like, the Grizzlies were in a position of, oh, man, we can't lose Bismack Biombo. We got to waive somebody. That's how bad the front court is with Brandon Clark and Steven Adams out. So there's not a way to really fade this momentum on them right now after the game winner, but I also don't want to get invested on anything. If I'm wrong and they take off, then we can talk about it then. I don't think you're going to lose that much value if they really put it together, but right now I definitely think it's a wait and see. So, Matt, if there were, and I asked Ken this question earlier, and I know like you're not as bullish as Ken is on the Grizzlies here, if there were a bet, and like, and whatever market it is that you'd like to place on the Grizzlies, the play-in, make the playoffs, win the division, win the West, price factored in, obviously. If there were a market that interested you here in Memphis, what would it be and why? Make the play-in tournament is the, obviously the easiest one, right? Like, all they got to do is get into the top 10, and that's pretty good value. Like, all they got to do is outpace a number of these teams that are probably going to go in the other direction at some point. Some team will have worse luck than Memphis and maybe go the other way. I don't know who that is yet. But that might be the way that I would kind of look at it. I think the alternative there is maybe like they're nine games back of the division. And that sounds insane. But I will just say like you do have two thirds of the season to catch up. And you have a a Dallas team I do not trust. A Houston team I do not trust. And a Pelicans team I definitely do not trust. So like long shot bet, go all the way. I wouldn't hate it just because there's a chance that I think that if Memphis, if Ken's right and Memphis gets really good, they're going to go on some sort of winning streak that will get them back where this is no longer a crazy idea that they could catch. See, you're in. You're like kind of in. You're in like just a little bit. 
Like just a you little bit. Me. You're like, got in. Yeah, it just you know, it's a, it's a big price. Like, hey, it's, it's not. Look, it's not going to happen a lot. I think it's going to happen more often than the price, right? That's kind of why we do this. Uh, let's let's start talking about some games for tonight. We could do some kind of big picture stuff as we go too. Um, why don't we start with the game that, that you're going to be a part of, the Sixers Timberwolves game? Just like, I mean, like big time players, potential one seed for both teams. Boston probably gets the one in the East, but just like a, a lot going on here. And honestly, like a really clean injury report for both teams, which you almost never get in a game like this unless it's like a primetime Saturday night game. So Sixers four at home. To have a terrible loss to the Bulls, two twenty-five and a half. Uh, do you have any bets in this game, or at least uh, what are you going to make of it? You're going to be calling it here in uh, about an hour. Yeah. So one, thanks so much, uh, Ken, for saying a clean injury report. Now Embiid's going to show up on the injury report thirty seconds before tip off. Oh, I appreciate on, you saying that. that. I appreciate you saying yeah, that. Uh, no, I like yeah. the Sixers here. Look, it's a bounce back spot. Obviously, after that loss to the Bulls, you've got the Wolves coming off of a comeback win versus Miami. Maybe a little bit of South Beach flu in that kind of spot too. Another East Coast road trip game. The Sixers have a little bit better balance. The Wolves are the best defense in the league, but the Sixers are not far off. They're top five, and they are able to bring the offense. They'll probably play much better on offense than they did in that game versus the Bulls where everybody but Embiid missed shots. Uh, I think this is a Tyrese Maxey game. I've got the over on his points tonight, in part because the Wolves are still going to play drop. They allow a lot of, of runners because nobody wants to try the rim, and nobody wants to you know to really try and challenge Gobert on the inside. But you can get to those the the runner, the floater. The Wolves allow a one of the I think the third highest number of floaters. Maxi is top ten in floaters this season, so that's a good matchup for him. I like that spot as well. Mike Conley over one and a half threes hit this in an eight of the last ten. It's a juice number, but I still like it. I don't even, don't mind doing the ladder on it at two plus because again, if they're if these two teams are going to wall off the paint so much, a lot of jump shots in this one. So you want to focus in I think on those props. I'll take the Sixers no play on the total. What, uh, besides for that game, obviously, and we want everyone to check out Matt tonight in the NBA bet stream on the NBA app for the Sixers and the Wolves. I'll, I'll reset quickly here also. You better you bet with Nick and Ken on a Wednesday. Matt Moore is our guest on Twitter at HP Basketball. Matt, what is your favorite side or total look for tonight that you have not already given us? You know, I think it's probably Houston, uh, minus three versus the Hawks. Now, the Hawks have taken money, and that's fair. But for me, I look at Houston, and this they've been really good at home, and this Hawks team really struggles whenever they face a defense that's competent. Bear in mind that this Atlanta team was only up six with about two minutes to go and 90 seconds, really, versus the Pistons. They're in a pretty bad place right now. The Rockets are very solid against anybody who is not an absolute beast. They tend to take care of business, especially at home, and they have some really good wins at home. I like Houston a lot in this spot. I think the other one I would probably look at is uh, I actually like Chicago plus four versus the Lakers. I think the spot is good. I think the Chicago push without Zach Levine is real. I think they'll be able to score in this game, and their defense has been much better as of late. I like Chicago plus four, getting four points at home versus the Lakers. Matt, we have a, a market that's moving really rapidly right now because we have injury, as we always do this time, we have injury news. Donovan Mitchell, who seemed like he was kind of 50-50, like every play, like NFL players all have the flu, a bunch of NBA guys, like Clippers are sick right now. Donovan Mitchell's not going to play tonight for the Cavs, who are obviously already without Darius Garland and Evan Mobley, so like very, very shorthanded. They host Utah in the Colin Sexton revenge game, uh, and the market's moving on this, Matt, where Cavs are two and a half, three right now, it looks like is where this is going to settle at home. If you have a bet on the game, Awesome, but like Mitchell's out tonight. All of the speculation is like, is this guy going to be the next guy to get traded, the next star to get traded? Do you have a bet on the game tonight and kind of like ballpark a market for us on like where Donovan Mitchell might play next? 
Well, I had Jazz minus four and a half, so that's not good news. I think I'll probably uh, just go ahead and chalk that one up as an L. I will say I probably won't buy out, and the reason is these are letdown spots. When you're facing a team like this where Garland's not in and Mobley's not in and Mitchell's not in, one, even for the Jazz, a team that's desperate, they're going to let down a little bit, and that's an opportunity for the home team. Second, everybody on the on the Cavs are going to step up because they're like, oh, man, our backs are against the wall. And then finally, you don't know how this team plays if Garland and Mitchell are not on the floor. They haven't missed a game, both of them, I don't think, this season. So there's nothing really on tape. They don't know how to prepare for this and you say well that's not a good thing the guys aren't very good well still it's something different for a jazz team that's not very good i think there's probably a little bit of an opportunity there on the Cavs. um you know with donovan mitchell look the thing I, I reported this uh about 10 days ago the other team to really keep an eye on here is the brooklyn nets and they've got the assets i think to be able to make this move and it makes a lot of sense for them they've got guys like dorian finney smith and royce o'neill and they can throw in cam thomas who is a very interesting piece i think if you're the cavaliers they've got front court guys they can expend they have enough assets to go ahead and make a move for Mitchell that keeps the Cavs gets the Cavs players the Cavs aren't gonna want they'll want picks too but they'll want players to try and keep going with Mobley and Garland so the Nets I think are the biggest threat there the other team I've kind of heard burblings about is Los Angeles Lakers once D'Angelo Russell is available to be traded but the Cavs would have to sell extremely low for that deal to, to happen but if they're pushed up against it and Mitchell decides he wants to be a Laker would not shock me because well it's the Lakers and how often does it go that way a lot, a lot of good stuff there for Matt to chew on. And I kind of want to ask Matt about the Knicks and the Nets off what he said about Brooklyn. But I, maybe we'll have time for that at the end. But I really want to get your opinion, Matt, on this Pacers-Hornets game where I think that Ken and I might be mono e mono on this one tonight. Indiana's a 10.5-point home favor, 246.5 the total. I I kind of like Charlotte. I I don't want to like put words in Ken's mouth. We'll give our bets out later this hour. I think Ken maybe at least like leaning more towards. So Ken likes Indiana. There you have it. Straight from the horse's mouth. Uh, where do you stand here on the Pacers and the Hornets coming up tonight? I mean, Gordon Hayward's back, and that's a big swing. I think with Gordon Hayward, there's probably a little bit of value on um, on Charlotte here just because Charlotte's been pretty capable when they do have Gordon Hayward. Like They do have some guys that can hang here, and Indiana is just in such a bad place right now. Letting every like, – no, literally anyone can score on them at point of attack right now. Like There's just no resistance whatsoever. So even these bad teams are going to have an opportunity to score – um, I do lean towards the over here. Don't have it because I don't have a model projected, but there are trends that suggest this is a really good over spot on top of it being Indiana, which is literally always a good over spot. Um, I think in, when we kind of look at this one, it's going to be high scoring. It comes down to three-point variance. In that kind of spot, I think you always have to kind of lean towards the dog. Um, is Indiana ripe for a bounce back at some point? Yes, but I just don't know if you're trying to catch a falling knife here. So um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to stay away from it on this one. I do have Indiana first half because Charlotte has been really bad in first half. They're one of the worst teams in the league in first half play. So I've got the Pacers minus five and a half in the first half, but I don't want the full game. I like how it's like, I, I have a lot of trends on over. It's like, yeah, is the, is the team the Indiana Pacers? Pacers? Yes. Okay, then you probably think about playing the other pretty good trend. You know? It's like, because it's the Pacers. Uh, I want to ask you about the Clippers-Mavs game to close, Matt. And if you don't have anything on the game, like we don't know if Paul George is going to play. A couple of players on the Clippers are sick right now. Market currently, Clippers two and a half point road favorite. Uh, they've won, what, eight games in a row. They can tie the Magic for the longest regular season winning streak of the season tonight if they win. Uh, how real of a thing this, how sustainable is this here? We have about 60 seconds. 
the Clippers are a great bet for the division. They're a great bet for the division right now. Um, I don't want to necessarily bet them for for conference title odds. I need to see more on that, but I will probably get there at some point. This team is really great. They're they have a top three lineup with the starters with Westbrook out and Harden in next to Man or Powell. Like it's it's just excellent. This team is really good. Uh, this is a good spot, honestly, for the Clippers, even if they're missing some guys. The Mavs are just so beat up. No Kyrie. Lively's the bigger thing. When Lively's out, you should be looking to fade the Mavs at every opportunity. But I do think the Clippers are legit. Like we've said that before, maybe it'll go sideways again. But all we can kind of do is work with what we have in front of us. And what we have right in front of us is a team that wants to play. They're playing together. They are playing in games. They're playing extremely well on both ends of the floor. They have a deep, complete roster. This team is, you know, if there's such a thing as a sleeper in the NBA, this team is still being slept on, I think, in the conference and title markets. Matt, 10 seconds to go. Obviously, a million NBA games on Christmas Day. Do you watch every second of every game on Christmas Day? No. Uh, I have kids, so that's an absolutely impossible. I have to put things together. But I do wind up I wind up watching every game on Christmas. I will go back and watch all of them. Uh, I'll also be at Nuggets Warriors. Excited for that one this year. Uh, to be in person for a Christmas game, it's always a cool moment. God bless, man. The great that Matt Moore really cool. joining us here on the show. That, that's, it is exceptionally cool. Uh are the, the Knicks are hosting the Bucks, right? Couldn't couldn't pay me to go. Yeah. But I like that going to see to see the Nuggets and the Warriors on Twitter at HP Basketball Buckets Podcast, the Action Network, and again, if you're watching, listening live, Matt NBA Bet Stream tonight on the NBA app for the Sixers and the Wolves. My friend, have a great broadcast. Good luck with the bets. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you soon. Happy holidays, guys. Take care. Matt Moore joining us here on You Better You Bet. On the other side, more line movement for Week 16, and we'll start giving you our bets for tonight. Bring it up, Jake. will be giving us a bet for tonight in Baylor and Duke, the game of the night in no. college hoops. No, he's not. Yes, he, yes, he, he is. Just, he, no. Well, just, I, I, I look at the point spread. I kind of like Duke in the game. That, that was, that was, was going to be the bet was Tyler was going to no. pressure Tyler into giving a bet on the game since he said he didn't have one. <laughs> Tyler, Villanova Creighton. His lock yeah. of the month. <laughs> give, give give us a bet, Tyler. Like and and, and put and put your kids' Christmas gift money on it, everybody. Yeah. Happy holidays, you filthy yeah, animals. Like good game site. Have you seen this? Have you seen this schedule? This uh, what good. do we got? Baylor Duke. Where are these games? To all of all three of these are on neutral sites. Tyler will know where they are probably. Uh, Baylor Duke. Uh, North Carolina Oklahoma. Baylor Duke at the Garden. Baylor- Oh, is this uh no, it's it's Christmas week, so this isn't uh Jimmy V already happened. Is this like just like a separate event? And then Alabama, Arizona at eleven o'clock tonight, which is like a great game. Can I, can I, I guess the point spread? Can I guess the point spread? I can't name one player or not. Can I guess all three? 
Want to okay, oh, okay, oh, great. Okay, him, set me up with the game. So this is uh, Baylor Duke at the Garden. Uh, Baylor coming off their, they got throttled by Michigan State on Saturday, which I actually bet a lot of money on and won, which was great. Um, I'll say Duke is a two and a half point favorite. They are indeed a two and a half point home. Uh, you're home, home two and a half point you're, on you're neutral bleeping yeah. me. Okay. All right. So yeah. that was, I, yeah, I was very lucky. Okay. Right. Uh, North Carolina, Arizona, which is at nine. Oh, is it, is it Duke and UNC both at the garden? Is like that what it is? Is that like the cell probably? Okay. okay um, you're asking me. I have no idea. Well, I'm saying it like kind of out loud so that the, somebody in the chat can say yes. So UNC, Oklahoma, neutral court. What would you make the spread? What's next number? They're all is, different sites, apparently. Yeah. Is o Oklahoma's coaches uh, Porter Moser still, or is he gone? I think so. I don't know, though. I'll say uh, Carolina five and a half. Uh, they are three. Okay, okay. so it's like you see a lot of value there. <laughs> well, well, uh, well. Uh, so basically, if a game were at uh, were at the Dean Dome, maybe we'd be close to five and a half. So okay, right. so yeah, exactly. I didn't, I didn't factor in neutral site. Won't won't be renaming at the Davis Dome. Let's put it that way. Uh, Alabama, Arizona. I don't. Uh, oh man, I, I'll be, I'll be, this is the one I'd be the most surprised if you can get it right. Neutral. Uh, Arizona has to be like a huge favor, right? I'll say Arizona seven and a half. I mean, that's really impressive. Yeah, there's seven, and there's a couple seven and a halfs. I that guess was the, that's I pretty that good, was right? The toughest one. Yeah, I think that was well, the toughest I know, one. I know Alabama's awesome. like, but Alabama's like, I feel like people, you know, if you don't watch college, and I don't either, like, team that was a number one seed in the tournament last year. So you're like having, I think you have trouble placing how good they are in relation to Arizona. Arizona, they lost to Purdue, but like, oh man, I haven't, January 1st, I'll, uh, I'll like update all my, I haven't opened the spreadsheet since like April of last year. I'll update like all the kind of like title parameter stuff and everything. I mean, I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion that I'm really going to like them like to win the title. And I know price will be factored in obviously too, but, and the, then the other team that I'll probably really like too, UConn is just like a monster again. I we have a lot of like neighbors who are UConn basketball fans that take their kids to the games and stuff. Uh, was it Tyler, uh, Stefan Castle? Is that the guy's name? The guy who's going to be like a lottery pick in the draft? Yep. Yeah. Ty that's Tyler, great... you, is this, go ahead. I was going to say, is this say, guy like as good as he's going to say, it was a great show on, there was a great show on TNT back in the day. I feel like that was what we <laughs> yeah, always, that what was, was, was that guy's name Frank Castle? Was that his name? No, Frank, Frank Castle is the Punisher from, from Marvel. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. So you're saying the castle wasn't about the Punisher? That's what you're saying? So, so it would always be like, so like, like whatever the NBA <laughs> game is and, 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 and it'd be like Marv Albert, like an up next on TNT, Castle. Well, that's why like Kevin Harlan used it. We talked about Harlan earlier. He always used to do like the best read for like, and coming up after this, Academy Award winner Timothy Hutton provides leverage. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a friend of mine always used to do that bit when we worked together at ESPN. He would always he it would like it was like his fu the funniest thing to him, and I we I would laugh every time. And it is I, really it, funny. It just, I just really laughed. Yeah. I just laughed pretty hard. That is that is pretty right. funny. Just but like it's a, like of course Harlan would just it, yeah. It's just it's it's just really funny. Academy like, Award is, winner show, yeah. Timothy Hutton provides <laughs> leverage. Leverage is really because well, I used to be really those promos. Funny. Was his Timothy Hutton like his character? People remember that show was like whatever six con artists or something that were like some group. And uh, I never watched it, but it would always be, he'd be like, we provide leverage. 
It's like blackmail people into doing what you want. That's amazing. (laughs) Wait, so Yukon has castle. Do they still have Klingon also? Yeah, or Klingon. I just thought that was funnier, like a, a, star, a Star Trek reference for everybody. Right. But they yeah, still have it. Right? coach. Yeah, yeah, he's still there. Yeah. Uh, so it's <laughs> Castle and Klingon. <laughs> I don't even know why that's really funny. There's fun, two funny last names. And uh, I think they have like a couple bench guys on the last year's title team. That's just how college basketball works. It's like the seventh man from last year's team is now the star, whatever. Um, but I mean, their like non-conference is insanely predictive of who wins the title. I mean, I haven't checked numbers like the last couple days, but your best non-conference teams. And so, as, as I list these off, think about if you actually want to bet these teams to win the title. Your best non-conference teams so far, and this is we're about to be like, one more week left, and then it's like the winner is probably one of the best like eight teams from this part of the season. Basically, every year that's what happens, or maybe like best twelve to fourteen if it's like a crazy year. So it's like Purdue, no bet on them, no. Uh, Houston, eh, like I'm good on them too. And then it's kind of like, all right, like UConn, Arizona, like Duke, you know, like some of these teams, if Kentucky like plays a little bit better, they probably get into the pool too. There's like, a, you know, a couple other teams. It just, it's really funny. We're going to get through non-conference play and be like, oh, who are the two best teams? No, Purdue and Houston. They're like, oh, cool. Don't want to bet on them. Who else you got? You got anybody else? Like anybody else back there? Oh, Kansas would be the other one to mention that I'll definitely rate really highly. Uh, you want to bet on Hunter, Hunter Dickinson. He provides leverage. That is honestly like I hadn't heard that. I don't think, or at least not in a long time. It's very provides leverage. Academy yeah. Award winner Timothy Hutton yeah. <laughs> provides leverage. All right, so uh, Tyler will give us some college. Should, should we just like? I'll do it. Like I don't care. You're a little more, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Smart. What is this going to be with the money allocation? Okay, what, are, what are we doing here? Oh, you want to bet these games? I want to bet all three. I I kind of like well, it's you, you don't really want to bet against a team when they lose by like thirty seven like Baylor did to Michigan State. But if you look at just how their schedule broke down, they played like no one good and they hadn't played away from home at all. And they went they got absolutely dump trucked. Why why is this going to be different? Like I I mean is I Duke fa- got bet a lot. Favorites money like line them. parlay: Duke, Carolina, Arizona. <laughs> I love it. We don't know anything about the teams. So let's pay a huge tax that just the favorites win. We don't even know how yes. volatile the games are. We have no idea. I'd almost rather bet all three dogs to win outright. Um, should we do? Should we do that instead? I don't like Baylor. I've 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 been I'm anti Baylor. Like I've watched one second of any of these games. What do I? What do I be? Tyler, what are you the uh, Tyler? Do you have bets in any of the three games? Yeah, I have a bet in the North Carolina Oklahoma game. What is it? I'm gonna guess you. I'm gonna guess you like the over. No, I like Oklahoma plus three. Oh, okay. maybe that maybe that's the bet. I'll bet Oklahoma with Tyler. What what about Bama Arizona? Do you have like any read on that game at all? Don't make me bring up Ken Pompages. I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> I mean, the total is so high, but I, I mean, these are the two of the fastest tempo teams in the country. Like, I think the over is here. Still, it's still good. It's like 172 or something. It's so high. It's like an NBA total. 172. 176 and a half. Yeah, these guys, they play up and down. They have really good guards. So, I mean, it's going to be a really fun game. I, I, had, I didn't have a bet in it because I thought this game could the go total, anyway. The, the total opened 174 and a half, and it's 176. <laughs> I've never even heard of anything like this. Like Arizona's Gonzaga coach. a couple of years ago wouldn't play 170s. Lloyd Christmas? Tommy Lloyd Christmas? Yeah. Tommy Lloyd Christmas? Um, 
Yeah. I'm trying to think of like Christopher's son. I'm trying to think of like what the funniest ones. Um, and then yeah, and Bam is still Nate Oates, Moser, Hubert. I'm trying to think if I. Oh, I guess we know all the coaches in this game too. In these, Scott I mean, there's, there's not like a funny Shire. There's not like yeah. a fun. Yeah, there's not like a funny who's the coach of of this team. Uh, oh, anyway, I got so Arizona last game was the oh was the Purdue loss of course they lost they lost ninety two eighty four to Purdue oh that was that Indianapolis doubleheader or whatever they did so God I mean like okay I think I'm gonna like Alabama when I look at this what was Alabama's last game apologies for the typing all right I got it oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah Bama yeah, I, yeah but yeah Alabama yeah oh yeah Bama Oklahoma. Yeah, they uh they played a bunch of test games and they've lost all of them, most of them by very small margins. All right, well I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna parlay uh, Oklahoma and Alabama. Yeah, my uh, five second analysis looking at both teams' Ken Palm pages is I I like Alabama in the game at a big number. So like, should we lay seven Alabama with probably UConn a tonight? Life to win than that. Probably a little more life to win than that. Is UConn UConn's, UConn's laying seven at Seton Hall tonight on CBS Sports Network? And this open ten and a half. The hell happened? Somebody out? I'm checking right now. Mm, no. Why would this be the case? Why does my Ken Palm? Does anybody have this problem ever? None of you guys go to Ken Palm. Well, Tyler maybe does. You get logged out like every single time you click out. Of uh, it. Really I, really well, I, I, I used to, and every time you hit the back button, you would get logged out and have to like re-enter. Yeah, it was pretty frustrating. It's really frustrating. Yeah, every time I go to a team page. Ah. Uh, what is this number? Oh, so Seton Hall got bet like a good amount. I don't, I don't really know why. Well, Tyler has nothing in their team profile. All right, Tyler. You like Seton Hall? Tyler bets like every Seton Hall game. Tyler, what's your bet in this game? I like the under. I know it's kind of scary anytime UConn plays, but these guys like historically match up pretty well, and they play under games. Last year, both games went under. When Kevin Wooler was the coach, both the games went under. I'm getting a little different coach, but the players are the same. So I took the under in this game. I, they both play slow, don't shoot well from three. I took under 140.5. How's, uh, how's Shaheen Holloway been doing for Seton Hall so far? A little hit or miss. We got to get our guys in there first for Shaheen. But, you know, it's it's looking up after a slow start to the season. Last year wasn't great, but let Shaheen get the guys in. We'll be good. The, the Pirates will be good moving forward. Yar. Well, will they? Uh, should we do a – you want to do, like, one, li- one, one line move here, like one NFL game? Yeah. What's, uh, what's the one you think we have to do the most? Probably Browns Texans because that's like actually had like a significant yeah. amount of movement. Uh, all right, so okay. uh, CJ Stroud very unlikely to play per ESPN, and the betting market indicates that as well. Ken, where do we stand right now? Browns at the Texans with like I don't know, pretty high leverage game for Coach of the Year, playoffs, everything. Yeah, yeah absolutely, Play, playoff spot. Like most importantly, Houston AFC South, uh, all kinds of stuff. Comeback Player of the Year, Flacco. Um, Stroud. It was really funny. Somebody, somebody on a couple places last night when the Stroud, so Stroud broke like a couple days ago, but then like there was another tweet yesterday. I feel like that he was like almost confirmed out. It was like, sort of like you always knew he wasn't going to play. Schefter but it got, tweeted like, more it yesterday with yeah. reporting from so like that, their Houston Texans reporter or whatever for ESPN. It was really funny. I happened to be on a couple places betting something at that time. And I, I glanced past NFL offensive rookie of the year 
And somebody, for whatever reason, was like jamming Puka Nakua for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't really know what was happening. Stroud was minus 20,000. And then he was like minus 1,000 for like 30 seconds. And then I was like, I was, I like looked at it. I go, wait, what? And then like I went back like 30 seconds later and he was like minus 15,000. <laughs> like so, somebody saw that and was just like, nope. Like, hey, he's already got it. Sorry. Like, sorry, everybody. Which I think is true. I think he, I don't think he has to play a game the rest of the season to win the award. Just my opinion. Like, if he closes by being out a lot, I guess that could sway opinion. But he had, like, one of the best seasons ever. Like, it's not, I don't think it's, like, open right now. Anyway, uh, was a really small point spread the entire week. Texans opened a really small favorite. Now the Browns are out to two and a half. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they close three in the game. Maybe, like, whether other players go for Houston will kind of end up dictating that. I know, like, Nico Collins what, got, like, a limited practice in today or something. So he's officially questionable. I don't know if Will Anderson's going to play. That'd be the other guy that you'd be really worried about. Um, maybe if those guys play, keeps it under three. If they miss, maybe goes to Browns minus three. We'll do more. This game has so many applications to lots of other fun markets. We can do a lot of it tomorrow when we do awards. I uh, Are we going to have to take like three with the Texans on Sunday? I would never lay this kind of price on the Browns on the road against never. like a, a competently coached team. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. I don't I'm not saying the Texans are going to win. Just like I, I don't think your decision has like I don't think Cleveland's involved in the process now in terms of what you want to bet. On the other side, all our bets for tonight, Tyler's College Hoops, Bets of Steel in the NHL, Best of the Best in the NBA. We appreciate all of them. Matt Moore. Well, who would who would Matt Moore be? He's like Dr. Octopus. I think he's like like the uh, like like the cunning one, right? In a good way. Very thoughtful. Yeah. And also like megalomaniacal. Inventive. I don't know, I'm like making stuff up. Uh, Scientific. Okay. Who would Pozzola be? Sandman? Who who are the six again? Like Mysterio right. is one of them. So, okay, so right. it's Sandman, Mysterio, yeah. Yeah. Hobgoblin, right, is one? Yeah. Not Green Goblin, yep. Hobgoblin. but Hobgoblin? No. Nope. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hobgoblin, you know, Green's son. Right. Yeah. Um, Electro? Yep. Doc Ock? Is, like, is it like Lizard? I don't think so. I, I'm t- Mike Brown, if you write this in the chat, I'm going to be very upset. Please do not. Um, who, Who's the sixth? Read the five. Oh, again. the vulture. Vulture, I got it. Oh, vultures. Yeah, vultures in everything. He's in like every group. All right. So our guests today were Baldy, Matt, <laughs> Brinson, Eager. Uh, I'd like write this who down. Else, who else did <laughs> we have on? Burline. And and uh, and Pizzola. Okay. So if Matt's Doc Ock, who is Baldy? It's Bal- Baldy's the Sandman, right? He's the Bruiser. Yeah, it's like it's like I mean, it's him or like Burline, but Baldy should be Baldy should be Sandman. All right, so who's Mysterio? Who's got like the smoke and mirrors? 
I guess eager because of the analytics. Eager. He's got like definitely yeah. Okay, eager. So, yeah, he's right, got so yeah. eager's Mysterio. All right, like uh, Mysterio Hob special Goblin. powers the EPA. Right. Yeah. Hobgoblin's like pretty nuts. Like he's out there. Has to be Brinson. Brinson is definitely Hob. That's actually the most perfect one we've done so far. <laughs> so it's like... Okay, so that leaves us with Steve Berline and Pizzola for Vulture and Electro. So Vulture is the older one, and like Steve Berline's not old, but he's older Steve than Berline Pizzola. Be... Yeah, Steve Berline so... could be Vulture. That's pretty good. That actually makes so a lot that of means, sense. So that means that Pizzola is Electro. Sure. Maybe Electro's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, here's a lightning bolt, eh? Here's a okay. lightning bolt, eh? Yeah. All <laughs> right, so those were, uh, those were our six guests today. Our executive producer, so uh, which uh, which Spider-Man villain is Alex Visano? Just whatever. He's our executive producer. Our technical yeah. director, Tyler Morales. Our engineer, Jake the Snake Hassan. He'd be the lizard. And our video producer, God's Perfect Creation, downtown, Mike Brown. Coming up after us, the four-hour live betting extravaganza. Bet MGM tonight. Don't you dare miss it. Coming up after us here on the BetQL Network. All right. Time to give you our bets for tonight. Um, up first, yeah, why don't we do Tyler's College Hoops here? Tyler, what do you got for us? Up first. <laughs> All right. I got two college basketballs. We gave them out, but I'll get some reasoning. UConn, Seton Hall under 140 and a half. I mean, like I said, UConn unders are scary. This is the kind of game you bet and just don't watch because these guys can go off from three at any moment. They don't play very fast. They don't. Neither team shoots the ball very well, very well from three. I don't usually look back at like uh, just like stuff in the past, uh, just like trends and stuff because you know different players, different coaches. The last four to last five games between these two teams have been under. The styles have been the same. Well, the coaches from Seton Hall has been different, but the players have been the same. So I like the under 140 and a half. I think this could be like a kind of grinded out ugly game from two teams that don't shoot the ball well. So we'll take them. And I like Oklahoma plus three uh, against North Carolina. Like after an average two years at Oklahoma, like Porter Mosier's like kind of got this place, got this thing cooking right now. They're 10-0 Oklahoma, and they're playing like every Loyola Chicago team in the past. Amazing defense, efficient from inside the arc, and they're playing faster than any Loyola Chicago team probably because they have better players. Like I think he could put uh, Hubert Davis and UNC in like the torture chamber tonight. And uh, Carolina plays one of the fastest paces. You, Oklahoma top 15 and stopping the fast break in the country. Everyone's like bounce back spot for North Carolina. Don't get double-crossed. They come off two losses against UConn, Kentucky. Kentucky. Uh, I, th I think I would not lay, uh, expect the U North Carolina bounce back against this team, Oklahoma team with this coach. I mean, this is such a coaching mismatch here. Hubert Davis is luckily he's at North Carolina and gets great players because he's not a great coach. So we'll take Oklahoma plus three and UConn Seton Hall under 140 and a half. So let me ask to Tyler with Oklahoma, like if this is so Porter Moser obviously went to like the final four, had another great Loyola team. Uh, who'd that team lose to? Oregon State? That was a big time buzzkill when that happened in the tournament a couple of years ago. Was that? Wait, that was that, that was Loyola beat they they beat Illinois and they lost to Oregon State, right? Yes, that's exactly what happened. And then the other, and then the yep. and then the winner of that game lost to yeah, was that Houston? Yes, hundred yeah, percent. Houston, was Houston yes, yeah, Houston was the two. Okay, and uh, and we, we had Loyola to win the. I was like, we no, had Loyola Houston. to win the region. That's who Oregon State. Oh, we sure did. I don't no, even I know if that was a Crow good bet. I, but I, we, I, I loved them against that Illinois game. It's like one of the, we got to do bets in a second. It's like, I feel like that game took 30 seconds. It was the first game of the day on like a Sunday. Loyola, Loyola Illinois. Illinois. And it was yeah, over And it literally, it took it, but I mean like actually the 40 minutes of game time took like 71 minutes. 
It's just like, I, I've never seen anything. It was like depressing and drab and Loyola was always going to win and it took like an hour. And you were just like, like, what Loyola, is this? And I was excited. Like Loyola was, they were up from, by like, from like six to 12 the entire game. And it was just like, yeah, it was just, poor, poor, was, poor Jake. Right. I loved him in that game. So that was good. Then also like them to win the region. That was less good. So like, I guess, and like, we don't have to talk about this now, but like, okay. But if, if Porter Moser's got like, he's doing his Loyola thing, but with better players, yeah. like, do That's we need awesome. to be like betting like this? Like, should we bet them to win, like, the Big 12? Like, I have, I have no idea if they're, like, as good as Kansas or whatever. But, like, yeah, we'll talk about that yeah, another time. Yeah, I think I think Kansas wins, like, 99.9% of all Big 12 regular seasons. So may, yeah, maybe no, but is it a, Is it 100? Is. Have they ever not won the, the Big 12 regular season? Yeah, but I think they, they've split it a lot or one of the, I think it's literally, like, is, the, is it a streak or is it just, like, 18 of 19 or something? There's some, something with them where they, like, win or share it all the time. All right. We'll find out another time. For now, yeah, you better, you better maybe Oklahoma, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> time to get up to or or maybe just like Oklahoma tonight. Or I bet whatever. Them. Boomer. Yeah. All right, bets for tonight. Let's start in the National Hockey League. Three games on the ice with bets of steel. It's time for Nick and Ken's hockey bets. Drop the puck. It's bets of steel. <laughs> All right, Jake, drop the puck six times in honor of our six sensational sinister guests. Drop the puck. 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 That was a pretty good job, by the way. No real delay there that time. That was pretty good. Uh, All right, we only got, I guess we don't have to go game by game here. I guess we could if we wanted to. Uh, Only three games tonight. Isles and the Capitals, Red Wings and the Jets, Kraken and the Kings. Uh, second team in all of those games is the home team. Ken, bets for you tonight in the National Hockey League. Uh, I like the over in the Red Wings-Jets game. The Red Wings had a couple low-scoring games uh, when Dylan Larkin missed. He came back in their last game, went over the total. They started. They played a little better. Winnipeg's off like a brutal loss to Montreal at home, like in overtime or whatever. Uh, good scoring conditions in this game. Larkin playing over there. And I, I have a feeling Cam Talbot was the, one of the best goalies in hockey for two months. Bad start in his last start. I feel like that's going to be a continuing thing here for a little bit. He was like too good and he's Cam Talbot. Um, so I'm going to take the Kraken tonight at like a, a reasonable price, like plus 145, plus 150. Uh, so over Red Wings, Jets, Kraken at a, a okay dog price. Uh, I, the, Seattle, so angry at them the other night losing to Dallas in overtime. Anyway, yeah. uh, I, I'm with Pizzola. I like the Islanders tonight. It's the one bet I really like. Like, the Islanders very quietly are, like, starting to score lots of goals. And just, like, the coach is an idiot. But, like, the team is actually really good and is playing well. And tonight, and and tonight, no Sorokin. Varlamov tonight for the Islanders. I, I love the Islanders tonight. Here in the car, I feel safest of all. I bet against Washington, and I win on the Islanders. Give me the Islanders tonight. Uh, in the National Hockey League. And as uh, noted Islander superfan Alex Fasano points out, 7-1-2 and two in their last 10. We definitely don't have time to play the imaging here. Honestly, just leave bets of steel up underneath us, Jake. Or best of the yeah. best, whatever. Uh, Ken, Ow. big... Be like oh, good job by Bets Jake. of wood. Right? <laughs> That's yeah. well, you know. Uh, yeah, what do you like for... Oh, I got to drop... Damn it. Jake, drop the dope-ass beat. We'll pay the bills really quickly. And then we'll do, we'll do NBA bets. All right. 
BetMGM is our show sponsor, the King of Sportsbooks. Check out BetMGM seven days of parlays. Every day from now until Sunday, you'll receive a different parlay boost token. Head to the promotions page to claim your prize. Today's day three, so you get an NBA parlay boost. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com today. All right, Ken, uh, NBA bets for tonight, please. Side, total, or props? Yeah, uh, I'm going to be really contrarian tonight in a few of these games. Uh, at this price, especially if they get to three. Oh, it is three in a couple places. I'll take the Cavs with no Mitchell uh, at home. They played actually well in the two games that Mobley and Garland both missed. Now it's a one-possession price at home against like probably the third worst, fourth worst team in the league, um, which is pretty good. So that's contrarian. Prices drop because Mitchell's out. I like them. I think we're going to be against each other. I like the Pacers. Like Both teams have been brutal, uh, but Pacers in kind of a get-right spot at home. Really well coached. They've got smoked a bunch of times. I'll say they blow out Charlotte. Uh, and then I really like the Celtics tonight. No Tatum, uh, but Porzingis is going to play. They're out to a three-point dog at Sacramento. Like, no way. Uh, I, I love playing the Celtics when you get these advantageous prices. They're just still really good, even if they're undermanned. So Cavs, Pacers, Celtics uh, for me tonight. Uh, you and I will go mano we mano on the Hornets-Pacers game. I will take Charlotte. Give me the Hornets at a big price. Uh, I will also I'll go mono, I guess. I, I'm going to play the Jazz to win tonight on the road in Cleveland. I liked it prior to the Mitchell news. I still like it now, so can't wait to go 0-2 against Ken here. Props for tonight. Jimmy. So Tyler Hero's back. Jimmy Buckets is out. Jaime Jaquez back in our lives. Over 13.5 points tonight for Jaime Jaquez. I don't have the updated number here for Terry Rozier, but we've been playing this bet, and it's been winning while LaMelo Ball's been out. I know Hayward's back, so that's why we're not going to just do points here. We'll do points plus assists, combined points and assists for Terry Rozier over. Colin Sexton points over tonight. 22.5 should be the number. He's going over 20 in every single game, talking about what a flow he's in. Let's play big men against the Knicks. We did it with Anthony Davis the other night at hit. That's Daddy Clacks tonight, over 11.5 or 12.5 points tonight against the New York Knicks. And Patrick Williams available to play over 10.5 points tonight for your Chicago Bulls. Ken and I will talk to everybody tomorrow on a tremendous football Thursday. Until then, wishing everybody minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.